Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 11-11-2019. The semi-daily news that even plants Craven Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN, written by Adele Anchors. Kevin Feige confirms She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight will appear in Marvel or in movies after Disney Plus shows. Kevin Feige has confirmed that the characters of Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight will appear in MCU movies following their small screen debuts on Disney Plus. Speaking on THR's awards chatter podcast, Marvel's chief creative officer, Feige. Is it Feige or Feige? I never know. Revealed that these three superheroes would have a role to play further along in the MCU, as he confirmed that there would be crossovers between their Disney Plus shows and future Marvel movies. Some characters we've announced, like She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight, you will meet for the first time on a Disney Plus show, and then they'll go into the movies, but the MCU will now go back and forth, he explained to the outlet. While no timetable has been given for characters' solo shows on Disney+, Plus, the writing rooms are abuzz with activity as British writer Bisha K. Ali is reportedly working on Miss Marvel, while Jeremy Slater and Jessica Gao have been attached as head writers for Moon Knight and She-Hulk, respectively. We are certainly doing cinematic art-level productions for Disney+, Plus, Feige added to the discussion. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is currently shooting, and just yesterday, I got back from the set of WandaVision, which is shooting. All of those characters will undergo transformative, very exciting changes in that show and go into our movies. So they'll go back and forth. Cool. So now we have confirmation that all these characters that are going to the Disney Plus shows will go into the movies. I mean, realistically, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Coulson and Samuel and, and well, Fury were really the only ones that, that crossed over from the movies to the shows. And I don't believe any of those characters in the shows that were made for the show ever crossed over into the actual mcu so good to hear it second is from ign written by adele anchors ghostbusters 2020 may reportedly be released under the title ghostbusters afterlife jason retman's ghostbusters 3 will reportedly be titled ghostbusters afterlife film stories reports that the third installment tentatively titled ghostbusters 2020 up until now had a working title of ghostbusters afterlife while the film was still in the development stage at sony though no official title has been announced as of yet. The report says numerous independent sources have claimed the same thing, with a suggestion that Ghostbusters Afterlife may go on to be the film's final release title. Speaking on the Greg Hill show recently, Dan Aykroyd referenced the concept of missed loved ones being a central part of the storyline for the highly anticipated third film, which happens to be a direct sequel to the original films. We have a beautiful setting and a wonderful story, Aykroyd revealed. It's going to be scary. It's going to be thought-provoking. It's going to be very heartfelt. You'll feel it. If you have loved ones that you miss and that you've lost and you want to go back with, it'll be very evocative that way. With these elements at play, Afterlife does appear to be a title that would easily suit the movie. Aykroyd also confirmed the return of the original cast members, Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, and Annie Potts, previously rumored to be reprising their roles, alongside Ernie Hudson, who announced his return in a cameo video message to a fan. Also, we got Paul Rudd, will star in the film as a small-town teacher, alongside Carrie Coon from The Leftovers, Avengers Infinity War, playing a single mom with Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace as her kids. Get it? Give me the new Ghostbusters. Third is from IGN, written by Matt Perslow. Overwatch's Jeff Kaplan thinks Blitzchung's suspension should be eliminated. 
Overwatch game director Jeff Kaplan has expressed concerns about the punishment imposed on Hearthstone player Chung Blitzchung Niwai. Talking to the Washington Post, Blizzard's vice president and Overwatch game director said, I was relieved when they reduced, reduced his suspension, and I think the suspension should be reduced more or eliminated, but that's just me. I'm obviously a huge supporter of free speech, he added. It's something that's very important to me. It got to me personally. I think the punishment was too harsh, and it was greatly relieved when they gave his money back. I think that was extremely important. Kaplan explained that the Overwatch team has had to deal with player suspensions before and that it usually takes four or five days to reach a decision. But as Blizzard President J. Allen Brack said in the opening ceremony of BlizzCon 2019, the company moved too quickly in regards to Blitzchung's punishment. However, Kaplan is clear that the reduction of Blitzchung's suspension from 12 months to 6 isn't enough for his personal beliefs. He does note, though, that his opinion isn't shared unanimously by everyone at Blizzard. I think as individuals, we all have very different feelings about what happened in regards to the Hearthstone tournament and Blitzchung, um, Kaplan said. There is a lot of very different reactions among all of us. It's kind of cool to see more of the higher-ups at Blizzard kind of speaking about this and how they felt about the original decision. You're kind of seeing that they're not all uniform, which I think is a good thing. Kaplan definitely coming out saying this is a very good thing. And last, from IGN, written by Petey Onetto. <laughs> that name sounds fake. I'm sure it's real. It's a wild name anyways. Obsidian Dev says they'll need to re-examine the entire format before making Pillars of Eternity 3. The director of the Pillars of Eternity game said that the team at Obsidian would need to re-examine the entire format of the game if they go forward with a third title. In a Tumblr post published on Friday, series director Josh Sawyer wrote that Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire didn't sell as well as the studio hoped and that it's not up to him whether another game gets gets made or gets to be made. He did say that fans can expect some changes if another sequel comes out. I do think that the relatively low sales of Deadfire mean that if we consider making another Pillars game in this style, we're going to have to re-examine the entire format of the game, so he wrote. He said that the gamers criticized the sequel story and how easy it was, but he doesn't think that was the reason for the weaker sales. He also doesn't believe that it is the real-time combat system was to blame, or also doesn't believe that its real-time combat system was to blame. It is difficult to know exactly why a sequel sells worse than its predecessor if both games review relatively well, Sawyer said. Is it because the first game satisfied the existing need the audience just wasn't interested in the second? Is it because awareness was lower for the sequel? Is it because despite the strong reviews and the strong sales for the first game, people didn't really like it? Maybe it's a combination of all of these things. He cites that the turn-based Divinity Original Sin 2 was more critically and commercially successful, but Pathfinder Keenmaker was also able to outsell Pillars of Eternity 2 with similar real-time combat. I'm sure some of the people reading this think they know precisely why Dead Fire sold worse than Pillars One, so you wrote. I don't think that confident or I don't have that confidence, which is one of several reasons why I'm leery about trying to direct a sequel. I couldn't give our audience the game that they wanted, and without understanding where I went wrong. I would be guessing at what the problems are and how to remedy them. I mean it's kinda cool it's it's always cool seeing a developer and a studio, you know, kinda own up if they had bad cells and kind of wonder why, because at least, you know, the next game they're going to implement, they're going to implement things that weren't in the previous game, obviously, but maybe they're going to take a risk on something they think would be great that they previously wouldn't have done. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening. And let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on anchor podcast app. We use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our anchor page 
at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you could donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the notes for every show that we release. Till next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.